It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Yeah, so yeah, the last dance was really good, really good. So I think we're on. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Steve. And uh, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all of the reviews. Thanks for subscribing. Follow us everywhere on social media. We're literally everywhere, including GeoSavin in the in the uh, country of India. And we are the number one. Google us. We're the number one uh, thing. We pay big money to be the number one. Exactly. Search engine, or not search engine, that's a search engine. We're paying number one to be the first one on the list. Right. Big money. Also, we um, want to welcome our listeners returning from Brazil. We had a pretty big following in Brazil, and then listening habits change, and now they changed back, and uh, welcome our guys from Brazil again. Yeah. Great, great. You know who's from Brazil is the, is the um, UFC women's champion, Amanda Nunez. Uh, the lioness. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah. is brutal. Is she the one that does a beer commercial? Yes. That is her. Yeah. Modelo beer. Mm-hmm. She is so funny because I've seen all of her big fights. But remember when Ronda Rousey was the big deal? Oh, the big yes. deal was Ronda Rousey was going to fight Chris Cyborg. That was the big deal. So Rousey had beaten Misha Tate. Rousey then lost to Holly Holm. Uh, and got I'm not beat, going in order. Got beat up by Holly Holm. And then they kept talking about Rousey and um, Cyborg. And then I think Rousey moves on, I think. Or Rousey loses again and to somebody. I forgot who. And what I'm leading up to, all of those people that I named, Amanda Nunez has beaten them. She beat Misha, Misha Tate. She beat Holly Holmes. She beat Ronda Rousey. She beat Chris Cyborg. I mean, she is truly a badass. Well, Ronda Rousey was like 9-0 and before she lost her first fight. Right. Um, because she got into the ring with somebody could fight. Right. The other ones were tomato cans. Right. Well, when Holly Nobody Holm... Nobody fought. No, right. Holly Holm... Well, Misha Tate was a big deal, but when Holly Holm, Holm fought Ronda Rousey, uh, Holly had had like 30 boxing matches. Yeah. I mean, she's no, she was no pushover. No. You know. She beat the hell out of her. And then, uh, then Amanda. Beat her stupid. She did. Had her wiggling around in the ring. Yeah. But then Nunez destroys Holmes. So she is truly a badass. Yeah. This Amanda yeah. Nunez. And I hope yeah. I'm saying her, 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 her last name correctly. Please, I hope so, too. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't want no problems out of her. I don't think I'd go out to drink with her. Well, you, you never know. She could be a mean drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine the ass she kicks over. Yeah. Now imagine if she's actually yeah, mean. Imagine if she's a mean drunk. <laughs> right. Nobody stands a chance. Nobody says she is now. No, no, but no. Just imagine if she was. The lioness is what they call yeah. her. If you're, not, if you're not familiar with her matches, go on YouTube and, and look up Amanda Nunez bouts. Don't blink because some of them go quick. Now, the last lady she, she, she beat up. Um, took her the distance, but um, Nunez just beat her up. You know what I mean? But this lady was tough. I, I, I do not remember her name, but she was tough. But Nunez beat her up. Oh, you know? she's beating. Everybody. It wasn't like it was close, right? 
So, yeah, the bottom line is uh, Amanda Nunez is the real deal. That's the bottom line. The lioness is real deal. You know, since the Bengals are the jungle, the, we have the jungle and we have the big Bengal tiger, we need to get the lioness up here to come and uh, do something at the Bengal Stadium. Because, you know, I have that ability to just yeah. call oh, yeah. up yeah. Amanda Nunez yeah. and yeah. tell her to come up here. Or yeah. extra podcast needs her. Fly to Drent now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's waiting on us. What else has she got to do? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, she's just training now, so that's it, right? That's right. After destroying that last woman. Um, remember last week when you did the Circleville letters? Yeah. And I yeah. kind of teased about Midget Town. Right. And that's the name of it, so that's don't send us any it. complaints. Yeah, don't send us any That's the name of it. Right. Well, so I'm going to tell you the story of Midget Town, the so-called story right. of Midget Town. Now, if you live in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. there is a place, a Rumpke dump. Now, Rumpke's where they take all the garbage from the city of Cincinnati and pile it up. And it's basically now the tallest place in the city of Cincinnati. Right. The top of the mountain. So right. if you drive by it, it is huge. I mean, in the years that I've lived in Cincinnati, I've seen it expand. I don't know where they're going to go next. Right. But... Anyway, in the shadow of Rumpke Mountain is Midget Town. Now, this is the way the story goes. That either a circus, a sideshow, the midgets from the sideshow or circus lived in Colerain Township in an area where there were tiny houses built, and it's in the shadow of... Corain Township. So I went looking for it. Right. Now the stories is if you get anywhere near it, they throw rocks at you and they get you to run. They don't want anybody around because people gawk and people make fun of them. So I went looking for it. Anyway, you have to go out to Corain. There's a road. I'm not going to tell you the road because the, after I went to see him, the people don't want people going back. But of course, is member of the Core Extra podcast, I was able to go back and get exclusive, you know, interviews. Right. So, I drive back this road, and it ends with a um, gravel road. And as you get off the gravel road, you see these small, tiny houses. Oh, so it's real. This is real. Okay. Small, tiny houses. And on top of this hill is a bigger house. And it's kind of built into the side of the hill. And I didn't see any of the midgets there then. I don't know. Maybe it was in the circus. Right. Or, or, you know, maybe it was on the road. But a lady came down and talked to me. And she explained to me that they keep this place hidden because, you know, high school kids like to come back, uh, you know, and just kind of make fun of them. Right. And that's, nobody wants to see that. Right. But I can tell you, this, this story is in the book Weird Ohio. So I make my way back there. Mm-hmm. And I met at the front gate with two dogs. And this lady comes down. This lady's probably 70 years old. And she explains to me, I said, look, I'm here with the Corister podcast. I'm here to see the town. I didn't use the word midget. And um, she explained to me that 
This is an old wives' tale. This stuff never took place. Um, these, back in the early 60s, her husband made this town in his backyard of these small homes for people to come and see. He had hay rides that went through. Mm -hmm. It was basically a little kid's town. Oh, so it okay. really wasn't a midget town. Oh, okay. That's what she told me. So. She's a liar. I, I, that's what she told me. And she said, I've been living out here for 60 years. So she was on the place since she's been 10. And she said, I still ran out. There was a bunch of wagons. I still ran out the hay rides for people to, you know, take hay rides downtown or somewhere. Not on her property anymore. Now, have you ever been on a hay ride? I've been on a hay ride. I've never been on a hay ride. Yep. Been on them down Spring Grove Cemetery. And it's probably at this point it's not gonna happen. No, it's for not, me. It's no big thing. They just put bales of hay on a tractor. And you just ride it around. And you ride around on the tractor. So you have to want to be in a bale of hay. That's why I never understood it. Like, why would I get? Why would I stack up on all that hay and ride it around? I'm just not a farm guy. Plus, I'm allergic to hay. So well, there you go. There you go. All right. So, so back to the story. Back to the story. So she explains that yes, there was a town here. Yes, it was for kids to come just for show. Right. Take I mean, I'm rides. getting to the bottom of this. So there really isn't any weird things right. going on there. The circus people don't live there. Right. So I say, thank you very much. I give her a, my card. I say, call me anytime. Coerster Podcast will be here. Interview you again if you want. Right. So I turn around as I'm, as I'm leaving, going out to Gravel Road. I look back because I heard a deer or something. And it is, it is very quiet back there. I see right. inside one of the little houses, just real quick, a head jump back. Really? Yes. Like in the movies? Yes. Yes. She's got like, somebody strapped like in, down in like there. Like in the uh, uh, Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I did see something. So did it look like a little kid? Yes. Well, so, it looked like a little person. I was going to say, so it might have been a little person in there. It might have been a little person in there. So she's got them strapped down she's in there. She's got them she? in there. They live there. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I believe the story to be true. Now, I feel sorry for them because the houses were all worn down. And oh, right. Dilapidated. But why wouldn't they want to come out at this point? I, I don't know. I mean, because they're accepted now. Right. You know, it's not like, although I guess they get, I mean, they got their own TV show. Right, right, the right. The Johnsons. Right, right. So. But so they just sit in these dilapidated, dilapidated houses. Just She must take care of them. Well, okay, so what's going to happen in 10, 15, 20 years when she passes on? When she passes on, I, I guess one of them will take over the house. <laughs> if, if, now, I could have been wrong. It looked like. Well, we got to get back up there. Oh, yeah. So the bottom line is we need to take the whole core extra team up there and demand, demand to know what's going on up there. You can see there was a little village there. Really? Yeah. You Why don't we go up there one night and just sneak up on them? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good you idea. You know, that always works, doesn't yeah. it? Let's go. To, yeah. Nobody ever gets shot or anything. No, not Sneaking at up on people in the middle of the night. No, I, but 
that is in the book Weird Ohio. So Weird I actually investigated it. I can tell you this. She said there's not. I thought I saw somebody. So she claimed that her husband is passed on. Yes. Well, look, get the I'm, book Weird Ohio. Yes. Check it out for yourself. But Steve is already kind of debunked. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But we still don't know. Because something was going on up there. Yeah, so that, that is my thing to in Midget Town. My adventure is in Midget Town. Steve has Col- an adventure in Midget Town. And, but I won't tell you where it is, but it's in Corrine Township. Right. right. Well, Corrine Township is pretty big. It's not yeah. like people can... Well, I don't think many people are going to fly here to, 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 to go, go to up. Midget Town. Right. Leave, if anybody's up there, leave them alone. This is the part of the podcast where Steve and I pretend we don't talk uh, two times a day. We act like we haven't seen each other. So, Steve, what have you? What else have you been up to? Well, let's see. I've been to a couple graduation parties. Now, you went to a party last night, didn't you? I went to a party last night. Now, was it the everybody social distance? Um, pretty much so last right. night. Right. Well, I was. Right. So everybody was outside, and you were in the air conditioning. I was in the air conditioning. It's 100 degrees here in Cincinnati. You know, it's going to be bad today too. That's why we're recording early, because it's going to be bad. In like two hours, it's going to be bad, yep. and I'll be in the house. Oh, I'm not coming out today. You know, we keep talking about maybe going to Vegas. Well, I can't say maybe going to Vegas. If Vegas is open and they pass all of the rules and regulations, we'll be there. Yeah. But um, people just need a va- I was thinking the other day, people's vacations are all messed up, right? Oh, so I was reading online about people losing money on their uh, timeshares, you know, because they they can't get anywhere. And we almost bought a timeshare in Vegas once, but we didn't do it. But it reminded me of a story I wanted to tell you. Wait a second. The Corkster podcast almost bought one no, because no, I might no, have no, had too no. much to drink. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's funny you say that when you hear this story. So here's the story, and this is a true story. So a lady I used to work with, let's just say her name's Jane, because I don't want to give any names or anything. Okay. She... Um, Do I know Jane? No. Her particular um, discipline, she had to go to a uh, seminar, and it was in the South. I, I believe it was in Florida. I'm not sure, but I believe it was in Florida. So, um, so she goes down there, takes her mother with her. So her and her mother are going to go down there, because, you know, when they have these seminars, they have them in nice places to get oh, yeah. people to go, right? Yeah. So her mother goes with her. So one day, after one of the sessions, they decide to take one of those tours where you go listen to the pitch. You Hundred know, hours or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, and they and they give you um, they give you a prize at the end, or they give you free food and drink. So this particular one was one of those deals where they're trying to sell you a timeshare. So her and her mother go and they listen and they serve drinks at this timeshare. At this, at this pitch. Good idea. Now, you might want to keep that in mind, that they serve drinks at the timeshare pitch. And my friend Jane is not a stranger to libations, okay? Big word. Yes, I use a big word there. And she would agree. So they go, come back, finish out the seminar, okay? So she gets home. And she starts getting mail from this timeshare place, right? So like most of us, you get it, and it's probably an advertisement. She throws it away. away. I ripped mine in half. Right. So this goes on for a 
period of time. I don't know how long exactly, but she keeps getting mail. So she she opens the mail at some point, and it's a bill for condo with uh, HOA fees or, or yeah. condo fees, whatever right, you want to sure. call. Them. So she's like, what? You know. So she calls these people up, and she can't get any relief from them. So they're saying, well, ma'am, you know, you were here on this date, and and that, and um. And you purchase this, this, and this. And she's like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is some, some kind of scam, you know what I mean? Yeah. They try to scam you into this. You sure. know how those things sure. work, right? There's scams going on all the time. Man. So she calls her mother, and she says, can you believe I got this, Mom? And her mother goes, well, you did buy a timeshare. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you bought a timeshare. So she had over-participated in the drink portion of the pitch, and ended up buying a timeshare and had no memory of it. Oh. Zero. Had no idea that she did it. So when she tells me this story, she tells me, she goes, now this has already happened. I didn't know it was going on. It already happened. So she's like, if you guys want to go, talking about me and my wife going, she said, if you guys want to go, I, I never go. <laughs> she said, I never use it. Right? Yeah. So if that's not crazy enough, three years later, three years later, now she doesn't use this place. Okay. Three years later, this other company, or I think it was the same company or other company, offers to buy, buy it. They offer to take it off of her hands, and if she buys this one. So, oh. <laughs> so again, again, I think she participated in the libation portion of it, and so now she has another one. So three years later, she did the same thing. Uh. But she actually uses this one, so it works out. Well, that's good. Then she so it works it. out. But yeah, um, when I, when she told me the story back when, she, I mean, she was really like, "Wow, I can't believe these places are sending me this. this send, you know, this is a scam, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this." Well, well never okay, the, drink. The bottom of it is you drink. You know that happened to me on a cruise ship once. They had an art auction, a champagne art auction. So you know what happened. Yeah, and and you and you, so all you have to do is hold your number up. Yeah. So boy, you know, four or five glass of champagne, and I'm like, hey, I'll take that one. So I bought a few, <laughs> I bought a few works of art on that ship. <laughs> we have them hanging up, but I certainly didn't plan on it. But you know that happened to me too at a wine tasting out of Jungle Gyms. You know, we went this is years ago. We went to a wine tasting out there, and you know after. Few glasses, and then you, they. I said, well, "How much is that bottle?" And they're like, "Oh, it's only seventy dollars." Ah, okay, I take one yeah. of those. Oh. One of those, yeah. That's right. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. So, well, I got a timeshare story while we're on. Yeah. Okay, so I'm in Gatlinburg. Right. And we're at a timeshare. This is seven years ago. Mm-hmm. No, longer than that. Ten years ago. And the. Um, you know, you sit down, and they said, so, you know, because, you know, they do this every day. Right. And I do it once every 10 years. Right. But they offered me $140. Now, you know, there's guys on the street to get you to go there. Right. You can bargain with them. Right. And get higher, higher, higher. You right. Because, you know, I found out that they get paid on how many people right. they get in. Yeah. Right. They're two separate. They're right. separate. Yeah. So, you know, I, they started out with like $80, and I said, no, I, I don't want to do it. But they could see that they kind of roped me. 
And they said, how about 100? I said, I said, how about 150 and we'll do it? And they said, how about 140? And I said, okay. So it's $140 they give me. So I go to this thing and it's a breakfast. And there's probably 300 couples in this place. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're going to go through them. You know, they're not right. going to waste any time. Right. And I hear these couples saying, well, I got $50 to show up here. And they're all happy. And I, I mean, I must have been like the biggest scam artist. I got 140 mm-hmm. So they take us out to show us the place after breakfast. They bring us back. And then they bring the closer in. You know, oh, right, he comes right, in. right, right. And he says, so this is how it's going to work. Now, here's some great things that you tell I found. First off, they have your list on a piece of paper. Where's the destinations you'd like to go? Mm -hmm. I tell them I only like to go to Vegas. That's it. Nowhere else. And then they'll say, well, why are you here? I was forced to come here. Right. You know, by my ex-wife. Right. I said, I I only go to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Well, we have condos in Vegas that you can stay at. We have. Right. You can stay there because if you buy this, then you got a book that you're able to go anywhere in the world. Right. And I said, nope, I want to stay in a hotel when I'm out there. Well, this is how much money you save. And I'm like, that's okay. I just want to go to Vegas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that only works for a little bit because then they start with other things. So you got two ways you can do it. I always tell them I take my mom with me on vacation. Okay. When they were showing me this place in Gatlinburg. And I said, do you allow pets? Okay. And they said, no. Oh, I said, oh, my mom travels with her pet everywhere she goes. Now, she doesn't. Right. But I said that. The guy said, well, we can list the the animal as a seeing eye dog. (laughs) And then he can come. I said, oh, I couldn't do that. Right. I said, that would be lying to my mom. Right. She said, no, but she'd get her dog there. I said, do you want me to lie to my mother? And he said, it's not really lying. And I stood up and I said, yes, it is lying. And then I walked out. I said, That's it. We are dying. Just walked out. Just walked out. So that was the first way I got out. I've never been so insulted yeah. in my life. Never been so insulted. So the second one I go down, this is about a year later. Again, I'm getting like $100. And I'm sitting in there. This is by far. The best excuse. Mm-hmm. I went in there, and they showed me the place, and I said, "Oh, I love this place, mm-hmm. no doubt." He said, "Well, here, let, let let us sign, let us sign you up." I said, "I got one question to ask you." I said, "This condo here that we're we're buying into, this timeshare, what's the racial makeup of the timeshare?" <laughs> You can't lose on that question. <laughs> right. You can't lose. If he says, well, you got to let him answer. Right. If he says, well, we like to keep it all white, then you say, I've adopted two black children. Right. If he says, we like to keep it all black or all, you know, we like it racially mixed mm-hmm. or we don't have anything against races, you say, mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. I'm a member of the clan. No, stop. You cannot <laughs> lose on that question. You're out of there in 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 seconds. 10 seconds. And there's <laughs> nothing they can say to either one because they try to drag you on. Oh, yeah. You know that. Well, we went to this one. I don't remember what the pitch was. I just remember you were going to get free gas 
for a year. Free gas for a year. I don't even remember what it was. It was probably like selling timeshares, probably. Yeah. This was this was here in Cincinnati. So we go into this place, and there's about six or seven other couples. That's it. So we st- oh, you get free gas for a year, and you get a two hundred fifty dollar credit for NASCAR online. And now I didn't necessarily want that. My plan was to sell it for like a hundred dollars. Right. Right. Yeah. Like in the parking lot. Yeah. You know. So anyway, so we listened. Blah blah blah. It goes as usual. So now we're in this room. And if you ever notice this, when they take you in the room to sit you at the tables, your back is to everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So you can't see anything except right. on the sides of you. So he's, he's, he's talking to us, right? Oh, well, a couple like you, you know, you, you know how they do. Yeah. I don't even need to go through it. You know what the, the deal is. Yeah. So on my left, I see this couple. They're hugging each other. Here's a the conversation they're having. Honey, you want to do it? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be so great. And they're hugging each other like, oh, my God. Let's pull the trigger. So then I see the guy bring the wife out a watch. He says, because you talked your husband to it, into this, I'm going to give you this watch. Oh, man. Yeah. So now they get up and leave. So now on our right, this guy's on the phone. And he's like, well... Dad, you know, if you just loan me the money, you know, let's just consider wow. it a wedding present, you know. So, and, and I'm looking, and they're talking loud. And I'm looking, and the guy brings her out a necklace. He says, here's a necklace for the pretty lady, you know. So now we're supposed to think, yeah. you know, we're going to get all Oh, this. my God. That's just, oh, yeah. That's not bad. So behind us, I can hear this woman uh, go like, oh, my God, we're going to do it, you know. So we talked about it on the way home with all of my gifts. We talked about it on the way home. I bet you it was only two couples in there. We Did were, you get gas for a year? Oh, oh, I'm getting to that. So I bet you it was only two couples in there yeah. that were legit. The other ones were all shills, I bet. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, because there was a few of us that didn't buy. But everybody that bought, and they were just tickled to death getting this watch. Now, I can see. And as you know, my wife, is I consider her a jewelry expert. I mean, she loves jewelry. Right. And she can spot it. And I, so I've become kind of accustomed to picking out good and bad stuff. So I'm looking over there, and this is not like an expensive piece of jewelry. It's maybe like a $50 watch. Right. And, the, and, and you think this woman just got a, uh, you know, a Rolex or something, you know, because she was just, oh, my God, you're going to give me this? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, I got a whole room full of them back here. So anyway, I'm thinking, all right, well, look, I got... Two hundred five. I. So anyway, I'm thinking I have the two hundred fifty dollar NASCAR credit, and I have the gas for a year, which was the reason I went. So I open up the certificate for the gas for a year. You get ten dollars a month for a year. Is what you get. Okay. So what you have to do is go to the gas station. Get $10 worth of gas or more, get a receipt, take the receipt, write this code on the back of the receipt, and put the code, oh, 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 and you have to have the circle, the name and address and city of the uh, gas station, 
put this code on the back of the receipt and put it in the envelope, a standard size, not a big one, not a little one. It's got to be a standard size envelope. <laughs> and you have to mail it. And in six weeks, they will send you $10 refund. Jesus. Now, I did that once and never heard from them. Because <laughs> I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it once a month. I marked on the calendar. I'm going to do it once a month. I sent the one in, never heard anything back. So I just said, "Yeah, forget it. I thought, of course, they were going to give me a card I could use once a month oh, for yeah. a year. No. Well, you know, the other thing is, real quick. Smart, smart on their part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other thing is. But, oh, but, but wait a minute. Yeah. I did have the uh, $250 NASCAR. That was legit. Now, I'm not a NASCAR guy. We had a friend that, that is. And we gave it to him, and he used it. And he said, yeah. He said, I just plugged the code in, and, you know, I had my stuff. So he used it on the NASCAR website. He got a jacket. He spent it all on one jacket. The jacket was like 400 bucks. So he uh, was able to get that with a $250 head start, you know. So so that was legit. And then they gave us some other stuff, too. I was there for the gas. I thought I would get free right. gas. I could have got a watch, I guess, if I signed Yeah, up. if you signed up. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, what they do then is when you say, no, I don't want to, and they, after they write out how much you'd save on food, right? you know, nobody, who wants to go on a vacation and cook? Well, that's what happened to the one in Vegas. It was, it was actually very nice. Um, we, were in, we, were, we were in them, and they had this diagram, and they could split it in half. So this was kind of smart. They pitch you on the big one. It's like four yeah. bedrooms. And then, of course, they say, well, look, for you guys, yeah. you know, for you guys, yeah. I can split this in half. So it's only like a two-bedroom, blah, 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 blah. And it was not expensive. It really wasn't. Not at all. But it's like, okay, you go there. So now we got to go to the grocery store to save this money. Right. Because they're saying, well, you're going to spend all this money on food. Okay. But well, now I got to go to the grocery store. And guess what? That food doesn't cook itself. I've never found food yet that cooks itself. So somebody yeah. has to cook it. And, oh, yeah, you have to wash the dishes now. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, when you go on vacation, you don't want to do that. No, stuff. so it's not like I'm on vacation. No. Nah. So then they say, well, you could just use this for sleeping over and still go out to eat and everything. It's like, well, okay, but I can do that with a hotel. Yeah. You know, so. I and leave it to your kids. Forgot oh, about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, leave it to them because. That's why I'm buying something now. Yeah. And I, let me, how about I do this? How about I raise my kids, pay for college, pay for uh, uh, after grad, and then I still got to buy them a timeshare? Yeah. <laughs> is, like that, is, is that enough? Is, is, is it enough just getting them to, yeah. you know? Now I got to buy them a timeshare. I like when you tell them that you're not into it. You're right. done, finished. Right. They send a third guy out. Oh, yeah. Who tries to sell you a trip to Disney World. Right, right. Oh, well, I just have to have my manager sign off yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. So you remember back, way back in Cincinnati, there was a, a clothing store that had suits for $99. And so we went, and my father said, I'm going to show you how this works. So we get down there for these $99 suits, uh-huh. and they tell my father, like they tell everybody, they say, look, you don't want these $99 suits. You're not a guy like you. Let's go in the back. I think I think I can open up the back. Let me check. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? A little bait and switch. Yeah, because you don't, a guy like you, I mean, we sell these to other people, but a guy like you, you don't want these $99 suits, you know. And then you go in the back and they have the $400 suits, yeah. which which we're going to sell you for $300. Right. You know, because, you know. You came down. Yeah, you're my guy. The old bait and switch. The old bait and switch. So, Steve, um, have you uh, received any letters? Is it time to let the people speak? It is time to let the people speak. Okay. So, as you guys know, being loyal listeners, every, every so often we like to hear from the people. And Steve, uh, that's Steve's department. And Steve collects the letters. We read them live and we respond to them. I say collect the letters like it's 1863. Um, And we read them live and we respond to them. So, Steve, our first correspondence. Well, we had an email last week that said somebody wrote in, and I don't know who it was, from some city. And they tried to find the city. It didn't exist. So I'm only taking emails from cities that I can actually look up and say that right. exists. Right. So at least we know if they badmouth us, we can go find them. <laughs> right. <laughs> or send somebody down there, yeah, Joe do, Pesci. Yeah, we just have friends. We have a friend of mine. That's right. So anyway, our first letter, which I thought was very interesting, and this kind of goes with, this is Earl from Newark, New Jersey. Now, I've been to Newark, New Jersey. Uh-huh. So I do know that exists. Yes, I've been to Newark several times. Okay. Here it is. I know you guys like sci-fi. Oh, yes. So I pose this question. Yes. Who wins, King Kong or Godzilla? Well, you know, there's no real reason to ask me that question because you know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say. Who is, let me, let, me, let me answer that question with a question. Who is the king of all monsters? Godzilla. So you don't get to be the king because some overgrown ape can beat you up, right? Um, yes, I understand that. The king of all monsters. And he also shoots out radioactive something out of his radioactive something. Sure. Now nope, nobody beats Godzilla. Now on King Kong's in King Kong's defense, mm-hmm. King Kong's brain is probably ten times bigger. Right. Godzilla, because he's a lizard. Right. You know, the lizards, you can walk up and pick them up. Right. You know, you can't pick up. An ape. They run. So they know to get away. So I think he might be able to outsmart them. Right. You know, uh, just with the idea of the old, look, it's Tokyo. (laughs) You know, and Godzilla turns and he jumps on So I think, in this case, probably... Standing in an eight-foot ring, right? Godzilla wins. Out where you can do anything you want, King Kong outwits him. Except for the king, Godzilla, the king of all monsters, uh, doesn't even have to get close. He's got the radioactive juice right out of his mouth. He doesn't even have to get close. Just set him on fire. It's over. That's like people say, who wins between Batman and Superman? Uh, really? Seriously? Yeah, that's not even up. The laser beams cuts Superman in half. Yeah, it's not Batman in half. C- cuts Batman in half. Yeah, that's not even a... Uh, Somebody said online the other day, uh, could uh, Darth Vader beat uh, Batman? I'm like, really? 
Just a finger. Just move yeah, the finger yeah. and, and, and jettisons Batman into orbit because he can't breathe in outer space, right? Um, no. And Vader can't. Well, he, he may for a while. Batman. Vader can breathe in outer space. Yeah. Remember at the end there, he was on the... Yeah, so, come on. I, um, so, with, with look, I still gonna King say. Kong is named King Kong. They just named him Kong. That was his name. Godzilla is the king of all monsters. I, I still hold true that in an eight-foot ring... Godzilla, well, an eight-foot ring is, is Godzilla's toe is in an eight-foot yeah, ring. Godzilla, Godzilla <laughs> wins. If you get a chance to try to outsmart him, King Kong wins by far. King Kong can use tools, everything. Godzilla can't do nothing. What does he do? So, King, here they come. Here they come. Godzilla sees King Kong coming because he's not just going to fly out of nowhere. So King Kong's coming, and he's about a half mile away. It's a pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> King Kong's about a half mile away. Godzilla decides, you know, I don't want to fight today, so he just shoots the stuff out of his mouth, incinerates King Kong, and goes on about his day. I'm not sure. So what does Kong far, do? I'm not sure how far he can shoot that. Well, he can, <laughs> shoot it, he can shoot it miles. I don't think so. He's Godzilla. I'm going with... In close combat, King Kong. Only I'm going with... Maybe even in far combat, because Godzilla will be stomping through the yard. King Kong could be in a tree and jump on him, because he don't know he's there. He right. could jump on him and jump off him. He wouldn't know what happened, because he does, his, his brain's the size of a pea. Well, if only there was a movie that would settle this debate. Yes. Coming up soon. That's the, it was already supposed to be out. Yeah. You know. Okay. Now, you know they fought back in the 50s. Because King Kong and Godzilla are like 8,000 years old now at this point. They fought back. In, yeah, but Godzilla was like Rocky Marciano. He fought a lot of his cousins. <laughs> right. So that doesn't count. All right, question number two. Well, thank you, Earl, for sending in that yeah. question. Chris from Santa Claus, Indiana. You ever been there? I have not. I have. See, I don't like to read these questions, but... I will. Um, okay. I was referred to by a friend to listen to your podcast. Oh, well, that's nice. Um, and so he goes on. This is by far the dumbest show I've ever listened to. <laughs> what a waste of my time. Or like he's so busy. Particularly episode seven. Mm -hmm. 11, 18, 23, 36, 44, 49, 53, 64, 72, 77, 79, 82, 85, 94, 97, and especially 104. Oh. Well, well we appreciate you well, listening to all listen. of our episodes, as bad as they were. Well, I'm going to suggest, Chris, that you go back. His name's Chris, right? Uh, yes. I'm going to suggest, Chris, that you go back and review... All of the episodes at least two or three times to make sure you're absorbing the content. Yes, yes. And, and we appreciate you listening to yeah. all those episodes, even if you, you hate them. Well, yes, thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah. Chris from Santa Claus, Indiana. Okay, here's Bill from, are you ready for this one? Sure. Why not? North Carolina. Well, why not? Do you know where that is? No. I don't either. I don't either. Okay, so let me ask you. Yes. Steve, do you know where that is? I don't either. Why not? Oh! <laughs> Look what I did there. <laughs> All right. 
I hear you talk a lot about how much you like to gamble. Well, well, I don't really like it, but I do it. Um, can you give me any predictions? Well, I can tell you this. I bet on sports. Mm-hmm. And my record with FanDuel and DraftKings <laughs> is 246 and 1,180. <laughs> I don't know what mine is, but it's very close to that. So to give you some pointers, I would have to say bet your house right. on FC Cincinnati to win the MLS championship. Yeah. They last year won four games. I'd say bet on the Bengals, who won two. Bet everything you own on them. I'm going to look mine up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not the ones you want to take. Uh, no. I don't think you want to take advice from us on this. You no, probably we, you would probably do much better on your own. Yes, or bet opposite what we do. You know, we the would dopamine. make a we would make a fortune if we if we put out a uh, a sheet and said, "Now listen, this is the opposite sheet." Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's you. A good you idea. might want to you might want to do this. That's a good idea. To do exactly the opposite. I don't know what my record is, but it's it's, her, it's horrendous. Yeah, it's horrendous. I know. Yeah. I know it is. Okay. So, Steve, what's the next one you have? And like I said, I looked these up to make sure these are places. Okay. Lucy from Intercourse, Pennsylvania writes. Right. I've actually heard of that place. Would you ever think about doing a remote show in Intercourse? I could show you the ins and outs of Intercourse. Thanks, well, thanks for writing in, Lucy. Well, um, thanks for writing in, Lucy. That was great. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, Why don't you go over to Santa Claus, Indiana, and hook up with Chris? Yeah. Thanks for writing in, Lucy. Yeah. Thank you. So that concludes this episode. Let the people speak. Continue to send us your uh, emails, texts, uh, Instagram, Twitter. There you go. Instagram, Twitter, please keep sending it, sending them in, and we'll keep responding. I think we've come to the portion of the show. <laughs> of course, well, dog just relieved himself. I was going to say, yeah, and that's not a number one either. Nope. Boy, okay. That sounds like that concludes another episode. I of think the it Quartz includes another Pod. episode. Steve, so what have we learned? We learned. We've learned that, that you can't do these two things at the same time. You can't drink. You can't drink. And go to timeshare pitches nope. at the same time. No. Nope. You, you don't want to do that. You, there's, could be, maybe or maybe not a midget town. Right. Could be, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, and and if, you, if you're looking for the best hamburger in Cincinnati, you go to the Tickle Pickle. And one place we will never go, what? Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Right. Well, we're not going to go there and do a remote no. And I, me personally, I'm not going to Santa Claus, Indiana either. No. That guy's a <laughs> Who, Santa Claus? Santa Claus. <laughs> so I'm not going there. So what I'm going to do is we're going to continue to do our social distancing, continue to wash our hands. Isn't it amazing you had to tell people to wash their hands? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I was on a cruise ship once, and they were like, everywhere you went, wash your hands. I'm like, really? You have to tell people that, but that's how these things break out. But anyway, we're going to continue doing that. Somebody's going to go clean up my pie's mess. 
And then after that, we're going to sit back today, listen to some podcasts. I'm going to pick a beer off of my favorite beer list and Bud enjoy Light. the rest of this day. <laughs> my favorite is Stella Artois. Yes, Stella Artois. And I've, I think, I, I don't even remember where it's from. But um, it sounds like it could be Spain. Yeah, it might be. I have to look that up. Somebody out there will tell Somebody us. Somebody will tell us. Say, you asses. You, don't you know where the beer is from? No, I don't. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to get out of here. We really appreciate all of your listeners. Get us on social media. Google us. You can find us there. You can find first us. First, first one. First one. And you can listen to the podcast anywhere. Podcasts are heard, especially on Geosabin, the go-to place in the country of India. All right. Everybody, have a good day. I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. Thanks for listening, everybody.